Everybody knows who Jeff Bezos is today. Guy who created and built Amazon into what it is today. One of the largest corporations in the world and the richest man in the world. But what, what's one thing that this company has helped breed? Online sales. With online sales, you need to deliver those products. And being that our future is looking a lot greener for the automotive world, many, many companies are looking to exploit delivery from products delivered from Amazon and many other online retailers. So today we're going to take a look at the many different cargo vans created by electric or fuel cell companies from around the world and how delivery is going to help make the air around us a little easier to breathe. Autologues.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. himself. Coming to you from our podcast host site, podbeam.com, our own personal website. We have automotive corporation link sites, big or small, we got them all at autolux.net. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, or many other social media feeds to like, share, or comment about this podcast and many others like it from the Autolux Podcast. And today we're taking a look at the rise of the green cargo vans. If you take a look back in history of sales of automobile segments, you will find there's a small period between the end of the 70s and beginning of the 80s where cargo vans were huge. Right before the minivan took over the entire market segment from station wagons, cargo vans were biting into shares of people movers. And it wasn't just families. It was single people looking to create their own personal apartment on wheels. Now clip from the Simpsons and as the guy adds his strobe light to his van and creates the second base mobile with its shag carpeting, bed, strobe light, and minibar. Vans of those days were fun and comfortable. Now cargo vans have dissipated in market. Today cargo vans are only seen as delivering products or bringing maintenance workers to your homes. They're not something somebody thinks of when they think of a family mover. Unless you're somebody with more than four kids, you never even consider looking at a cargo van as a people mover for yourself. But today, with online sales exploding through the roof, delivery companies are looking at new counterparts to energy efficient delivery products. Amazon is one of the biggest companies in the world delivering products all over the place to people. And like their counterpart, Walmart, they're looking for ways to reduce their carbon footprint. And with that, they require better delivery vans. Companies and even countries now know this. And many people out there looking to cash in on the green initiative are looking at building cargo vans. And most of the big companies out there who are looking to enter even the personalized delivery of automobiles and trucks to us are looking at building cargo vans with companies like Rivian, Bollinger, Workhorse, and even London Electric Vehicles. They are all looking at building cargo vans to gain a foothold in this new delivery service. With less and less people going onto the roads, car companies are going to have to start looking at other avenues to make money. Now we've already talked about how the future may have us not owning vehicles, but subscribing or utilizing pods. With our podcast about canoe automotive, dedicated pod vehicles for companies like Uber and Lyft, will become more commonplace in major cities. Personalized transportation will slowly diminish in the next hundred years. But personal delivery, that is going to be a rise. Now, why are there so many? Let's take a look. Rivian, known for their R1T pickup truck, which is going to be the first electric pickup truck to personalize markets. They have a deal with Amazon for their van. Morris, JE from Great Britain, capitalized on old Morris vans to build a new electric counterpart for delivery in the UK. Renault is looking at the EZ Flex prototype 
type for smaller deliveries within a city environment. A dedicated delivery vehicle. Voltus is a brand new company looking to capitalize on not just smaller cargo deliveries like everyone else with cargo vans. They're looking at cube van delivery service within the cities. London Electric Vehicles. Everybody knows them as the London Cab. The Black London Cab. They're now owned by Geely International. And when Geely took them over, they decided to make more profit off this division. This division is only known for building cabs for the UK and India. Well, Geely now has the United Kingdom covered. They have India covered. Hell, they're starting to sell these things in China as well. But they want to make more money. And seeing a rise in delivery from companies like Alibaba and Amazon, they want to capitalize on it. So they have created their LCV cargo van off of their black cabs. Workhorse. I don't know if you've ever taken a look at Workhorse. They're on our website, on our corporate website's link. Workhorse builds a commercial built pickup truck. They're not going after personal use. They're going after commercial use company pickup trucks, but they've also created their own cargo van for deliveries. Because you got to think about it. If you're a plumber or an HVAC installer, your guys will be going out in a Workhorse van and you could show up to the site in your workhorse truck. Street Scooter is another one built in collaboration with DHL. Now we all know DHL is one of Europe's biggest parcel delivery companies. Same with the German Postal Service. These two companies got together and decided they wanted to create a greener future and bring down their carbon footprint. They worked together and created the Street Scooter, a van utilized by DHL and the German Postal Service for deliveries in Germany. Now this project has officially been canceled, but the products are still available to be seen on the market. Now coming into this marketplace, we do have the likes of electric brands and their e-bussy, which is very similar to a product from Neuron EV. Both of them are created cargo vans. They can also be utilized as personal vans, which can also be transported into trucks, similar to what the original microbus was. They're going after a full-scale marketplace, which needs to capitalize on versatility. Now why would you want to capitalize on versatility for your product? Because today, you might need a pickup truck, tomorrow you might might need a van. That's where these two companies are looking to capitalize. But until their products actually make their way to the roads, they are still just futuristic ideas of what deliveries can be like. Companies like Bollinger, Rivian, Morris, and even Workhorse already have their products out for sale on the market. But why are there so many? Like we said, delivery market is growing. Winning these first contracts, winning a contract with Amazon, UPS, FedEx, American Postal Service, German Postal Service, hell, even in my home, in Canada Post, is amazing because you're not just going to get one sale you're going to get thousands of sales you're also going to get all of the maintenance off of it and for a startup company like rivian being able to pour all that money back into their truck and suv products can help boost your company this is something that people have been asking why isn't tesla doing it why isn't lucid doing this why isn't faraday future getting into this because they've already set themselves as a product range vehicles they already have a market and they don't need to back that up tesla is looking at transports but only for the delivery of their vehicles, not the delivery of other people's products. Tesla is more concerned with their products than anyone else's. That's why they moved into the transports. Now, why haven't the big companies gotten into it? Yes, Ford, Fiat have gotten into the green alternatives, but they haven't gone to fully dedicated electric or fuel cell products. Fiat did win a contract with the American Postal Service for electric ProMaster vans, but they're plug-in ones. They're not on the full scale as Rivian or Bollinger. They're not dedicated in built for that. They're essentially an internal combustion engine vehicle transferred into a hybridized vehicle to obtain sales. General Motors is falling behind. Same with Nissan and even Toyota. Toyota only builds vans in collaboration with Peugeot. We get a Peugeot is building electric and hybridized vehicles for their cargo vans, but they're not getting the sale. The biggest sales 
to Walmart, Amazon, are going to these smaller companies. Companies like Arrival, they managed to get a deal with UPS for delivery vans. Shangjie got a deal with FedEx, a Chinese company who sells no vehicles in the American continent, is building and selling vehicles for FedEx. Now why are GM and Nissan leaving this behind? How the two of them built the NV van together. But Nissan is having issues, and they're actually getting out of the main cargo van market in North America. Renault is descaling some of theirs, and really only focusing on smaller ones, like the Easy Flex concept, but it's only built for Renault, not for Nissan. And General Motors? General Motors hasn't updated their cargo van for nearly 30 years. Yes, they're going to be looking at building electric variants, but because they're the last of the party, unless they build a brand new dedicated product, they're going to be left out of the party completely. Now, Toyota does have an answer to the cargo vans. They may have jumped into the game of full-size cargo vans in the North American marketplace and have only moved into minivan passenger vans and standard cargo vans in the European marketplace with their partnership with Peugeot, which they've actually managed to hold as PSA is buying out FCA. But Toyota is now looking at Hino. Hino is actually looking at utilizing the fuel cell technology created for the Mirai sedan. Hino is looking to do what Mercedes is doing. They're looking at fuel cell for longer range cube vans, completely bypassing the cargo van market. But why would you bypass the cargo van market? It's variation of sizes so great where they go from compacts to extended platforms that are nearly the size of cube vans but a full dedicated cube why would they bypass that because they know the pot is full right now and until some of these smaller companies start failing they can't enter the market and with deals from amazon fedex ups and the american postal service already being signed with these smaller companies the five biggest automotive companies in the world don't stand a chance but right now there's a major push why is there a major push there is a major push right now because we're to bring down our carbon footprint and right now a lot of these companies are looking to expand amazon is looking to expand their just-in-time delivery service building more and more sites around the world for delivery and shipments of their products getting closer and closer to major population centers amazon is looking at taking over the consumer marketplace whereas malls are starting to die out amazon is growing and when these dedicated service centers gonna need products gonna need vehicles to deliver their products so amazon is looking at dedicated delivery service it's Instead of teaming up with companies like UPS and FedEx, they want to do it themselves. And to do that, they need to build a fleet. So they're going to need thousands of vehicles. Signing a deal with Rivian and Bollinger is great for those companies. They boost their bottom end so they can put more money into their actual products that they want to sell. This would be great news. You know, there's a company in Canada called Havilar and Electromechanica who want to build electric cars for the marketplace. Had they've gotten into the cargo van and gone after Amazon or Walmart in Canada, hell, even in our home country, Loblaws, for delivery services, they could have utilized that to help build up their product range. Now, Amazon knows this market's growing. They know they need delivery vans, and they know they need to bring down their carbon footprint. Signing deals with companies like Tesla and Nikola for transports to deliver the products across country, and signing deals with Rivian and Bollinger to deliver the products within town, Amazon is going to bring down their delivery timeframes. And knowing that more and more people are working from home, more people are going to need things delivered to their home. With COVID set in this year, more people need 
needed those services. And the companies that were already ready for it are the ones that profited the most. In my hometown, when COVID first started happening and we blew up in May of 2020, I looked at getting groceries from Walmart. Even going to the store and just doing the curbside pickup. During May, when we were actually in our shutdown period in Canada, I had to wait over a week to get that. But to have stuff delivered from Amazon, I could still have it delivered in only a few days. Hell, I had HelloFresh stuff delivered to my house in only a few days. Where Walmart, who has a dedicated store close by, was so much easier just to walk into to get my stuff because they weren't set up for this. Having those cargo delivery vans, cube vans, and even transport services available at hand right then when it happened gave companies a foothold into the marketplace. And being that they were delivered by green alternatives, more people were looking at buying from them. As the world looks to get greener, people are going to start making the choice to buy from more energy efficient companies. Walmart knows this as they keep pushing themselves with solar panels, turning lights off in the summertime, getting you to do curbside pickups. They're trying to bring down their environmental footprint. Hell, signing a deal with Tesla and Nikola for delivery transports. They know that people are more concerned with the environment now than any time in history. The last time we even came close to this was during the 70s, during the gas crisis. But that was only because gas went through the roof and people were looking for an alternative fuel source. Today, we're looking for an alternative fuel source because we're tired of breathing dirty air, drinking dirty water, and dealing with dirty companies. The greener your fleet, the more profit you're going to make in the future. And with the rise of many of these small companies entering this market to take a bite out of the big companies, the future may just get a bit greener. And as Tesla has proven to us, you have to think big, act big to get big. Because had Tesla had just rolled over like General Motors did with their EV1 electric car in the 90s, electric and fuel cell technology wouldn't be where it is today. And our products wouldn't be arriving cleaner and more efficient to us as they are. Now, there is a race on a race to become the number one electric cargo van out there. So far, Rivian and Arrival are winning this race. Companies like Neuron EV, Bollinger Workhorse, London Electric Vehicles, Voltus, Morris JE, and even Renault looking to pick, to fight Rivian on this. This electric vehicle race is going to get a little more, it's going to get a lot bigger before it calms down. We're just at the beginning of this race for the cargo van supremacy. And by 2030, we should see more stabilization within this market with some of these companies dying off and only a few surviving. The only thing we do know is that the big car corporations out there are going to have to start stepping up their game. Fiat, Chrysler, Peugeot, General Motors, Ford, Volkswagen, Hyundai, Toyota, even companies like Honda, Nissan, and Mitsubishi need to step up their game and enter the world of the EV cargo. Whereas vans once took over sales from station wagons in the late 70s and 80s, electric cargo vans are going to now eat into the sales of internal combustion engine delivery vans. Our future may start to look a little bit greener for delivery. And if we can bring down the carbon footprint of all of the vehicles running all over the place delivering stuff to us, we might just have a chance to save ourselves and the world around. So in the end, really, who's going to win the EV cargo van race? As it looks right now, Rivian might be the one to take it, but they might just be using their Amazon vans to back up their profit margins for their truck and SUV product range and their next product.
products as well. Smaller companies like Morris JE and Workhorse may survive only based off niche marketplaces. As long as they don't get into mass production, they should be able to survive. But in the long run, like a lot of other smaller car companies, they will soon pass away, giving way to the bigger companies. So if you like this podcast today, then head on over to your social media and like, share, or comment about Autolux.net and the Autolux podcast with all your friends and tell them how the electric cargo van race is just starting to heat up. If you're looking for more podcasts or more information, please stop by one of our many, many podcast host sites from Podbeam, Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon Music, or stop by our website, www.autolux.net, for all of our podcasts, automotive ratings, and links to all the corporate websites from around the world, including every car company mentioned in this podcast, available through autolux.net corporate website page. So strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride as the electric van market blows up.